Hey, what up, what up, y'all? It's your man, Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, we got another great podcast for you guys today. Coming in solo deep by myself. No partners needed, but one partner that will be calling in is my buddy, our senior fantasy football correspondent. Y'all know him. Y'all love him. Mr. Mike Randall coming in, ready to drop these gems, getting you ready for your upcoming fantasy football draft. And also, I will be going through all the news, notable news that happened this week. I'm going to be trying to do that right now. But first, all the people on the sound of my voice, if you are digging the Just Talking With Sam podcast, you may want to uh, go to the home for everything revolving around the Just Talking With Sam podcast, and that is samshownation.com. Yes, the homepage of everything that you would need for anything revolving around the Just Talk With Sam podcast is right there on samshownation.com. Right there on the homepage and current promotions page. You can always hit that donate button. I'm not going to lie to you. This has been a crowdsourced podcast. And by it being a crowdsourced podcast, you give whatever makes you feel like a good person. Hit that donate button and give whatever you feel like giving to make this podcast be a better, greater, bigger podcast. We do it for you guys. We do it for the honey. We don't do it for the money. We put every single red cent into this podcast to keep it running. But also, if you want to, you know, show your love for the podcast as you walk through your daily life, you can always go to samshownation.com. You hit that store link and you can hit get stuff, get swag. It's all right there. Whether that be a t-shirt, a hat, a sticker, whatever you need, we got you covered. All you got to do is click the link, what you need, and for the low, low price, go ahead, get that soft t-shirt as you walk through your daily life and show the world that you love the podcast. Speaking of the podcast, you can always go to samtronation.com and you can hit that podcast link. And by hitting that podcast link, you can catch up on all of your favorite podcasts right there on the homepage, but maybe you listen to podcasts differently. We are currently on Stitcher. Tune in. Uh, Spotify, Google Play, good old iTunes. And one thing we encourage all our iTunes listeners to do is subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Let the world know what we're doing. You know, say, hey, I really like this podcast, five stars. Hey, they really need to come correct with this podcast, uh, five stars. You can do that right there on the podcast. And by doing that, have your voice heard. We love reading it and we love the feedback. Go ahead, please go to samshownation.com, check out everything related to the podcast, or all of my Google Play listeners, or iTunes listeners, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Uh, We got a few sponsors this week, and then we'll jump into this great podcast. First sponsors, the good folks at Ticket Network. I have been telling you guys to get into the network. Uh, mainly because it's your one-stop shop for your connection to live events and tickets coming to your area. Whether you go buy tickets to concerts, sports, maybe you like the theater, festivals, they got you covered. And there's a lot of good people. Beyonce and Jay-Z is still on tour. Bruno Mars is kicking out his 24-karat magic tour. Drake and the Migos, they, they moving around. Ed Sheeran, hey, If you like sports, MLB is winding it up. 
You may your team may be going to playoffs, but you need to be in the house of Sam if they ain't one last time before the season ends. NFL is up and running in a few short weeks. You get your tickets, or you get a tickets to a preseason game. I did that. You know who I use? The network, TicketNetwork.com, and also um, theater. Maybe you want to see Les Miserables. Maybe you want to see Springsteen on Broadway. Maybe you want to see Wicked. I know a couple people who went to go do that. And all things in between, they got you covered right there. Only thing we ask you to do is go to samshownation.com. You hit that Ticket Network link. By hitting the Ticket Network link, you will be in the house for all of the hard-to-find tickets. All of the stuff that you want to see. You want to make it a date night. You want to make it a night out. Maybe. Just maybe. You had tickets to something, and you can't go. Circumstances, life came at you fast. Ticket Network allows you to sell your tickets safely. You can start listing by event. i tell you how it works. You can list your tickets. You sell it. You go through Ticket Network's you know, algorithm, and you get paid fast. You sent your payment via PayPal or check to your house. But if you go PayPal, you can get your cash instantly if you're selling your tickets. And all of that comes within the Ticket Network Guarantee. A way to safely sell tickets, if you are that. But if you are buying tickets, the Ticket Network Guarantee will make sure that you have your tickets way before the event even starts. And you will be given your tickets or better tickets that's how they do it that's how they work it's great but if you want to be in the house for all the hard to find events please go to samtronation.com click that link and go to the ticket network next sponsor I gotta I gotta I gotta talk about them I kind of mentioned them a little bit it's the good folks at nflshop.com yes go to samtronation.com you click that link and go to nflshop.com and you need to get ready for this season it's a lot of it's a lot of fans out there i was just at a lions game we all getting ready for our season but maybe you're not a lions fan maybe you like the Bengals. maybe you like the titans maybe you like the patriots the giants maybe you like Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, whoever your team is. They want you looking good on opening day with new season, new gear for all of your teams. Right there. Go to samshownation.com. Click the nflshop.com link. And by getting that, you could jump into all the new gear for your styles. Whether that be for men, women, kids, even pets. You want your pets to rock some gear. They got some stuff for them too. So go ahead, whether that be t-shirts, jerseys, sweatshirts, hats. Maybe you want some limited edition collectibles. The NFL shop got you. And if you go through samshownation.com, click that link, put in the offer code football at checkout. You get free shipping on all orders over $49. You may want to hurry up because the limited supplies last. And quite honestly, you may want to hurry up before the season starts, before kickoff. We need you out there looking good with new season, new gear for whatever NFL team that you love. So go to samtronation.com, click the nflshop.com link, shops you normally would, and put football at checkout for free shipping on all orders over $49. Some exclusions may apply. 
Look, I know you don't want to hit us. We having fun, but sometimes fun has to end. But there's Walmart there to help you out. Yes, Walmart is getting you ready to go back to school. Yes, you need to go to the hallways of your fine learning institution and styles. By going to samshownation.com, you click that Walmart link. Walmart has smart savings for all back to school. Kids of all ages, preschool, K through 12, college. If you in a classroom, Walmart got you covered. Maybe you need school supplies, arts and crafts, paper supplies, electronics. I know them TI-83s out there. What's up, y'all? Maybe you need a new laptop. Maybe you need musical instruments. Maybe you need uniforms. Walmart has all of this on deck. And Walmart offers low prices on everything that you will need back to school. And then on top of that, if you need more, you can always go to samshownation.com. You click that Walmart link. And by clicking the Walmart link, you can order right there from your device and pick it up at your friendly neighborhood Walmart. You ain't even got to do the shopping. I love that. I love that. I do that. Every time I have to go to Walmart, I have not set foot more than 10 minutes in a Walmart because I order it from samshownation.com and they have me covered. I show up, they scan my phone, and we in there and we out with the great express service from Walmart and my friendly neighborhood Walmart. What's up, Demarcus? Um, also, if you can't wait, Walmart does, if you can wait, I should say, Walmart does have free two day shipping so you can. Go back to cool for back to school on stylish clothes for everyone going back to school this upcoming semester. So please don't get left in the dust. Get some smart savings for back to school. Go to samshownation.com. Click that Walmart link. Shop right now. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, the granddaddy of them all. We all know what's up. Amazon.com. Go to samshownation.com. Click that Amazon banner. Right there on the homepage and current promotions page. And you can shop as you normally would. You know what it is. It's Amazon. You are going there anyway. Whether you are shopping to stay tech savvy. Maybe you want to be active. Maybe you want you know, the kids going back to school. Maybe you want to work, work some stuff out for yourself. You could do that. Maybe if you are a student in school, they got Amazon Prime Student. When you're ready for independence, they got you covered at a discount right with Amazon Prime with the Prime Student, baby. Or maybe everyone's going out of the house. They went back to school. Maybe you can sit down. You can stream some products with Amazon Video from your home, your dorm, wherever you live in. You can stream it. You can catch up on all. You're learning new stuff you're hanging around new people they probably put you on some new series and y'all can sit down and watch it together or maybe you're at home and you finally get some peace and nobody running around you could finally watch stuff like the man in the high castle amazon prime original amongst other things via amazon prime so please go to samshownation.com you click that amazon banner on the home page and current promotions page and shop as you normally would amazon has everything from a to z well, that's enough for me right now. What I'm going to do, I'm going to reset these mics. And I'll see you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just Talking Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talking Sam Podcast.
Seriously. Subscribe, right with you on iTunes, y'all. Obvious, we, we never write this out. Oh man, hey guys, welcome to the Just Talk with Sam podcast, the only podcast that will soon have all the answers. Why we gonna have them all? And that leads into our first story. The first story is the smartest man on television. Yes, Brainiac, just Mensa patient. This guy is a Mensa member. He is out here doing his thing. He rocking this. He's been doing it for 20 years. He quit in television. Yes, Alex Trebek is quitting Jeopardy. Yes, he is. Now, a lot of people heard that, and they think I said that wrong. Yes, Alex Trebek is the smartest man on television. The reason he's the smartest man on television is because he had the good sense to read the back of the card before he asked the question. And for 20 years, him, I mean, whatever iteration... Of Jeopardy that you watched right after I don't care who you are, we all know the order. It goes your local news, Wheel of Fortune, then Jeopardy. And whatever Alex Trebek, that version you liked, whether it's the uh smooth, clean cut Alex Trebek that we have right now, maybe it's the big floppy hair, maybe if you old enough to remember, mustache Alex Trebek with the with the with the little crumb catcher. My man, he done been through a lot. He's the only dude on TV who legitimately... The irony of this is crazy. He's already the smartest man on television. And he had uh, brain surgery. He just had brain surgery. What was it? Two years ago. Got up from... um, He had to rock the short hair for a while. um, And then still kept his job in the midst of brain surgery. That's something, man. So Alex Trebek... We wish you the best. Um, and with you gone, I feel I will have all the answers that all that we need. Um, but one question, another question I should say that was answered this week was um, Janet. The question was, where has Janet Jackson been? I'll tell you. Or And second question, Janet Jackson is almost a billionaire. Does Janet Jackson have to work again? And another Janet Jackson question. Does she still have it? All of those was answered this week. And yes. The answer to all three of those is yes in the first one. Because Janet Jackson just released a new song and video made for you. And it's good. We got a glimpse. Even though she's a mom. She's doing it. Janet Jackson. We got a glimpse 
of the Janet that I was used to. Not, I, I got a lot of flack from this. I need Tasha to be here. I'm solo today. I don't know if you pay attention. Um, but, yeah, I'm solo today. And um, my biggest criticism as of late with Janet Jackson, she's a queen. We love her. You ain't getting better than Janet. Now that we got that said. For the last couple years, she didn't really have to kick out new, no new music, no new albums. But for a long time, we was getting Penny, grown up Penny from Good Times, or as I put it, Tyler Perry presents Janet Jackson. I'm not cool with that Janet. The last Janet I saw that was actually near my crazy high standards for a queen of that level was uh, the Discipline album. After that, Janet Jackson, as we knew it, flew off the face of this earth. Gone. She out of there. And now, with this new, it's it's her, it's Daddy Yankee, made for you. She got the dance going. But she got, uh, she, she shed in the mom body a little bit. She she got, uh, without sounding crude, I guess, milf body. It's, it's there. We got the glimpse of, like... Hey, you can still do it. Hey, that's still Janet. Don't don't let that confuse you. Don't let it. And it was good. It was a good song. Upbeat. Because usually around this time, this is where people... Um, I hope I'm not being hypercritical. The ladies, you know, want to save their voice. Want to um, be more into... I guess the word I'm looking for is like ballads. Slow songs. But no, she she let the world know she could still dance. She could still got out, get out there. She got the control vibe going. And it's worth a listen. And which is pretty cool because she hooked herself up with people who known for that type of rhythm. Daddy Yankee, we we know uh, way back when. Gasolina. Um, lately, if you, I don't know the age group here. If you remember, it was this song last summer, Despacito. So she she put herself a good character. There's hints to a new album that I will be ready to hear with bated breath, mainly because if nothing else, it's Janet. It's Janet, actual Janet, not the Tyler Perry version. So I'm very very anxious to see where that can go. Um, so let's just move on to the next story. We got to bring it up. Um, broke 45. Yeah, I said broke 45. I heard dope 45. I heard a bunch of other stuff. Um, I, I got to say broke 45 because I'm starting to think. He, he may be not. He, I don't think he's a billionaire. I really don't think he is. He probably will be at the presidential thing, collusion, whatever. But broke 45, we all know that um, uh, his star on the Hollywood Hall of Fame has been getting just beat up just people the last dude took a pickaxe to it to right there on the on the sidewalk just a pickaxe pickaxe like who, for starters who walks around with a fucking pickaxe just on a daily street but that that lets me know the level of divisiveness the level of um i guess like disenfranchise that he is giving the people that they just went. He planned for this. You don't just have a pickaxe on you. 
You plan to destroy this thing. Now, I'm not the biggest destruction of property, but at the same time, I understand. But this has been an uproar for over years because before then, people spray painted over Donald Trump's star on the Hollywood Hall of Fame. And then before that, people put like the uh, one dude put like the bars around it, put a wall around he a literal wall around it so people won't see it people then pissed on it people then shit it on it people it it's all messed up so the big story is the reason i bring it up they just say like look we tired of this shit we just want people to enjoy the sidewalk people enjoy the walk of fame uh the la mayor chimed in look let's just remove the star let's just let's just remove it I mean, it's bad enough. We got my man with the pickaxe out here. We got people shitting on it. They legitimately, literally taking the deuce on the star. Peeing on the star, throwing stuff. So, if you're the mayor of the city, you don't want nobody shitting and peeing on any sidewalk. Let alone a highly expensive sidewalk that pretty much is a tourism uh, a tourism vehicle that can bring money in so they just said remove the star some people like it some people for it some people is up for both so now people then chimed in and this is what I'm for Mark Hamill Luke Skywalker not that one the other one the one you can take your kids to see um, Luke Skywalker just says like look let's just replace it with a star for Carrie Fisher also Princess Leia in the Star Wars franchise that makes the most sense mainly because Carrie does not have a star she should have a star it's criminal that she doesn't already and on top of that he would fit the bill Mark Hamill he gonna put his Luke Skywalker dollars where his mouth is take the Trump one up put carries down y'all was already thinking about moving it anyway that is a good idea for right now nobody won't walk down the street where people are pissing and shitting on the star and like the way it's positioned now i'm saying this just based off what i saw it's not on like a corner it's like in the middle of the street or a middle of the um sidewalk so people you can't do it from a car or nothing you gotta like get out of your car walk up the block walk inward into the street to like defame it so yeah I'm down with that replace it with Carrie Fisher at, or at the very least move it till the heat dies down put it I don't know put a guard I don't know what you gotta do for Trump if you're gonna, t- if you're gonna keep it there as a whole but yeah it's getting crazy out here and that was a lot of filler before I jump into some real sad shit right now this week also this week if you was living under a rock you know about it you don't know about it if it's here I'm here to tell you Aretha Franklin passed away this week with the passing of Aretha Franklin uh, it's a lot I mean I am a native Detroiter uh, born and raised here she um she was not born here she was uh i think born in tennessee if i'm not mistaken and but moved to detroit 
put the city on her back as a young girl and her talent her her charisma her just way of being we like let's let's break it down how do we break this down for aretha because i want to do it right by aretha um her talent was unmatched we ain't getting another one she's one of a kind um on the level of and someone who used a platform to just vote just on a purely musical level soul uh someone who had the skills someone who had the body the range um whether that be in the acting world um granted she she showed up in a lot of movies videos tv shows um but she really did it on the mic a just cla- uh almost classically trained level pianist uh someone who has boosted more people than herself she always put the ball always put somebody else in front of her but when it came down for her to do something she towed it up she she's one of a kind now on the level of social social change she was always on the front line of that she was always on the front line. She was one of the first people with Angela Davis. Obviously, she's met with Martin Luther King. She she's done um, work with the Rainbow Coalition with Jesse Jackson. She she social is not is not even. I mean, she always had her finger on the pulse of things happening in the community and things that she can help in one way or another. Uh, whether it be with um, the things I just named, President Obama's campaign, whether that be uh, Charles H. Wright um, here in Detroit, all the stuff that she's done. She is a legend. She will be missed. And um, the outpouring of support, the outpouring of of love, even in her passing, or before her passing, I should say, when she was uh, getting towards um, to the end, there was a lot of love support there was visuals there was people waiting outside actually there's still people outside um here in metro detroit at the uh new bethel baptist church where daddy uh was the pastor at her childhood home um there's support and there's and at her current home here in detroit off the riverfront there's a lot of support and love and there's a lot of um visuals uh tributes um this podcast people just taking a moment out of their day to uh show love to one of the greats myself included i mean i'm shock jocks they come well not really a shock jock but outspoken loquacious that's the word um but yeah we're gonna show some love and respect to aretha now with that said with the tributes with the love, with all this stuff, I really, really need y'all not to fuck this up. I really need y'all. If you listening, I'm, I I got married to the ground. The MTV Video Music Awards is, I think, well, by the time of this recording, it will be to, it will be on. It's the twentieth. Let's just say the twentieth. It's the twentieth of August. Please do not staple this shit together. This is not no everybody get a chance to sing event. Alright, here are the people. Like the other day when she actually passed, Ariana Grande 
And I like Ariana Grande. I want to make that plain. I'm very critical right now. She did uh, Natural Woman by The Roots. With The Roots, I should say. On Jimmy Fallon's show. And it was all right. I'm not taking anything away from her. But it was all right. And they they called it an emotional display. It was all okay at best. It was all right. With Aretha, these are the people who need to sing. This is not everyday thing. Ariana Grande, I'm not taking anything away from you. That's just this is not your speed. And we don't need that right now. The Roots, Quest Love, did what he could. Hey, it is what it is. Here's what we need, though. I need Jennifer Hudson to step up. I need Aubrey O'Day to step up. Uh, Lettucey, where you at? Where you at, Lettucey? Jill Scott. Um, uh, I don't want to miss uh, Layla. Layla, Layla Hathaway. Yeah, I need I need you on this, Jill. You can do some of the fast boys. Um, anybody else I'm missing? It's that that deep, that so. Uh, you know, I will also throw this. Um, fuck it, Carol King, you get out here. You wrote Natural Woman, so you can sing Natural Woman. Yeah, that that is the only song you can sing, Carol King. That's the only song because you wrote it. Um, who else? I don't want to leave anyone out. Like, so that's why I'm letting, I, I, I'm putting out the beacon, because you can't mess this up. This ain't no fly-by-night superstar. Um, some of the levels, if you want, um, I don't know if y'all up to it. You get, you cross genres. I need some Yolanda Adams, some CC Winans, um, Chaka, if you don't mind. You know, uh, you know what? Give me Kelly Price. If Kelly Price can still do it, I'll take Kelly Price. This ain't no... This ain't... Alright, and I'll say this. Very, 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 very passionately and humbly with love and respect. I need Mary J. Blige to stay the fuck away from this one. (laughs) Take it out. And Mary, you just sent this one out after what you did with the YouTube covers. Mary, I think you can do jump to it because it's a little faster. That's about it. But I really need Mary. Yeah, take, take, take the seat. Uh, Gladys, you can jump in. You can, you can sing. Um, uh, oof. Yeah, I need, I need. Uh, if, if Stevie. If you could jump in on piano, because, you know, she was, like I said, classically trained pianist. We need, uh, you know, we, we need some people to do this uh, in a night. Alicia Keys! Alicia Keys! Yeah, you on deck, man. You on deck. Yeah, Alicia Keys. I'm sorry I even uh, waited this long to even go so far for Alicia Keys. But Alicia Keys, you on deck. Alicia, I'm I'm sorry. Like I said, we waited too long to even do this, but I what what we are trying to do. We need people out of this roster. Put a little asterisk by Mary J. Maybe I spoke too soon. We need people in this roster 
who could deliver that soul that can make you you ain't you ain't gonna be Aretha. We don't need somebody fly by night, somebody you ain't never gonna hear from again to really, really staple this. If you're doing a tribute, we are going to do it right. Because she has meant so much to people throughout uh, her entire career. So this is not the um, record executive. Let's get our new guy. Kesha, you stay the fuck away from this. Um, let's let's go. Kesha, uh, maybe, maybe Shania can do it. Maybe... Hard maybe Christina Aguilera, but I don't need um I don't need that octave range. I need you to do it like Aretha would do it. Uh, who else? Uh, oh God, it's it's so many people. You know who you are. If you should stay the fuck away from this, you know who you are. I'm looking. Uh, who else got range who could do it? Adele. Yeah, Adele can. I I got no problem with Adele. Uh, yeah. So the the it's a very short list. It's a very short list of people who could do it, and y'all know who y'all are. Better better way to say this: you know who you aren't. So that's what I'm gonna do. I see my phone ringing. Uh, when uh Tasha get back here, we will. Uh, on the, probably on the next podcast, we probably gonna chop this up a little bit more about the Aretha tributes. But um, what we gonna do? We gonna answer this phone for starters. My man Mike Randall coming in about to he he about to give us some fantasy football knowledge. Here we go. Hello, Sam McLean. My man Mike. My man Mike. Oh, uh, I I gotta ask. Are you ready to talk some fantasy? I know that the fantasy football season is officially here when I am on the Just Talking with Sam podcast. Like, you got to be because I know my thing or two, but quite honestly, I could be a bit biased. But as our official, unofficial fantasy football court senior, excuse me, senior correspondent, because you've been rocking with us for a few seasons. I thank you for just giving us some time and your insight. Before we get into it, if there's any new listeners, I want them to hear you on a weekly basis. Where can they find you, Mike? Uh, you can find me at Randall Rent on Twitter. I'm also working with Rotoviz right now. I'm working on their team preview series, and I'm going to be having a pod coming uh, come September for Rotoviz. So I'm there. I'm writing for Dynasty Trade Calculator. I'm still writing for Last Word on Sports. So all over the place, and I did some work. Uh, if you want to see videos in my ugly mug, you can go to the playerprofile.com draft kit and get you ready for the redraft season. All right. Now, Mike, I know you're a super busy guy around this time, but, I mean, here we are. We got our draft coming up, and a good chunk of my listeners, they're involved in fantasy as well. Now, um, out of the consensus, most of the teams go with the standard PPR, so we'll just try to keep all of our opinions in that format. Um, Whether it be 10-team, 12-team, it's usually mostly PPR, though. Sounds good. Alright, so I gotta ask. This year, we have a ton of running backs. Uh, I mean, like, a lot, a lot. How does that affect your drafting? 
You can win it a number of different ways. There's really no one way that you can be a fantasy champion. Your first four picks are going to be in some order. Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell, and David Johnson. But if you don't have a top four pick, you can certainly still win it going by zero RB because there's a lot of late to mid-round running backs that I like as well. So certainly traditional way people are going to go this year is running back early and then try to grab those wide receivers. But I think you can do it any other way as well. Now, one of the things is the scarcity, um, since we talk about the overabundance of running backs, there's also an overabundance of quarterbacks. Normally, quarterbacks don't play a factor. I mean, outside of Brady, outside of Aaron Rodgers, everyone probably starts reaching for quarterbacks probably around the seventh, maybe eighth round. Um... Because there is an overabundance of quarterbacks this year, you think that's going to drop, or are Brady and or Aaron Rodgers included, finally included in that sample size? I think you have to wait on quarterback no matter what. I do see all of those quarterbacks dropping Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady. Rodgers usually goes off the board in the mid to late third rounds. Watson, Brady, and Wilson are usually in the late fifth, early sixth. But absolutely, I'm a wait on QB guy. The quarterback position has never been as deep as it is this year in fantasy football. So you're going to see them all drop. And listen, if you are a take a quarterback early guy or somebody wants to do that, no problem. But you better get 30 touchdowns from them because if you don't, it's a mistake. Okay, okay. Um, one thing I want to touch on too, we talked about overabundance at position. Let's talk about position that's very scarce, tight end. Tight ends will win... Or lose, they can make or break your league. They can make or break your your championship run. Do you? Would you recommend getting um, a tight end? Let's say in the first four rounds, something extreme, something that rarely happens outside of people named Gronk. But um, would you would you recommend that, or how would you approach that? It's changed over the years. I am against drafting a player for a position that I only start one person at. So I'm against an early QB and an early tight end guy. I used to not be that way. I used to always draft Gronk. I used to draft Aaron Rodgers early. And this year's listen, if Gronkowski stays healthy, he is by far and away light years better than every other tight end. He's basically a wide receiver. But there's a lot of risk with that, Sam, right? Because if he gets hurt or something happens and you've wasted a second, a third round pick on him, then you're stuck. So I tend not to draft players that I only start one of early because it's too feast or famine for my liking. So I always use the hashtag on Twitter, hashtag late round tight end. Okay, okay. Now that we cleared off the positions, let's go a little bit deeper. Uh, we talked about the abundance of running backs, but I mean like people have their favorites. People have their returning favorites and people who may have gotten hurt last year um where do you rank those a la your uh david johnson your dalvin cooks your um i'm just thinking returning favorites do you see them outputting uh deshaun watson you just mentioned him a minute ago do you see them giving that same output or is there going to be a bit of regression in those people and you can you can you go case by case if you will. It's like a passion for it's like a passion for us, right? It's like a male soap opera. We love it. 
Mm-hmm. So I want my guys to be motivated. Hearing that David Johnson is coming off an injury and he's in a contract year, that I like that because I know he's going to be highly motivated. So those type of players that are my favorites, and I have Ezekiel Elliott first. I'm taking him first overall. The amount of, of opportunity he's going to get in Dallas is just going to be incredible to me. And I did a, an article uh, for Last Word on Sports where I look back over the last 10 years and if you look at the ADP at the top five running backs, they never finish the season like that. So if you look at who finishes in the top five, it's always like two, eight, twelve, thirty-five. So the top four running backs, I'm telling you right, two of those guys are not going to be there. In fact, two of those guys are probably not going to be in the top ten. So if I had a look at two that I really like, it would be Zeke at number one and then David Johnson. Now, what's interesting, I didn't hear Le'Veon. You think Le'Veon is going to fall off a bit? Listen, Le'Veon's a spectacular running back. But, Sam, if you look at everything that's going on, I mean, how many times can you miss training camp and still be healthy the whole season? I mean, training camp's there for a reason, right? He missed it last year. He had a great year last year. But before that, he was really injury-prone. The Steelers know he's going to walk at the end of the year. So they're probably going to run him into the ground. I just don't like players that miss training camp. And if Bell thinks that he can do something that really – no one else in the history of football has done, which is miss back-to-back training camps, not participate, and then be dominant, that's a little bit too risky for my liking in the top four. He's still tremendous. He's fantastic. But, you know, suppose Ben gets hurt, which he already had a concussion. Bell's missed two training camps. You know, he's looking for a contract. I don't know. It's a lot of ifs there. It just doesn't make me feel right taking him in in the top one or two. Okay, okay. It makes sense. And quite honestly, I'm getting ready in my draft, and that has crossed my mind. But if if you got Le'Veon Bell right there, it is very hard to say no. I, I'm just being, just keeping it 100%. It's very hard. To, now, one person that I'm not turning my back on, but if there was ever a person that's going to fall off a cliff, Unfortunately, is looking like LaShawn McCoy. Whether that be off the field drama he got going on, as well as on the field, because Buffalo line looks terrible. Um, is there any redemption in your eyes for LaShawn McCoy? You know, he was a guy that I had targeted a lot uh, in the best ball draft. You know, you do those, you do the best ball leagues in June and early July, and he was looking like a tremendous value but once the story broke they have the new offensive coordinator now he's probably going to have a rookie quarterback again you just mentioned this it's a lot of questions that are building up and listen all of us do this and think that we got a shot to win right that's what we take the lottery so my attitude and style is always just keep me in the mix don't bunk don't give me a top two or three pick that has a terrible season because that's impossible to recover from if you had david johnson last year some people may have been able to pull it off, but it would have been really hard to make the playoffs. So McCoy's got a lot of risk involved in him, and I'm risk-averse, especially with my first three, four-round uh, picks. I mean, if he slides in some draft, of course you take a chance on him. But the guy's 30 years old. He's on a team that's not going to be great. You mentioned their offensive line. It could be a rookie quarterback. Last year, remember, he had a great year. He had over 1,100 rushing yards, six touchdowns. But also, they need the playoffs, right, when, when – um, Tyler Boyd caught that pass, and the Bengals beat the Ravens on the last day. So this year, I don't think they're going to be as good. So if they're chasing points, I don't know if you really want to start running back. Okay. Okay. And since we're just kind of jumping over the league, I want to talk about one last redemption story before we go into something else. Dalvin Cook. 
Uh, I need to know your thoughts on Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's outstanding, and he's tremendous, and he had a huge impact last year, and people like him this year as well. Here's my only issue with Dalvin Cook. Right now he's going as like the RB10 PPR standard formats, you know, early round two. I'm going to tell you right now, Sam, he is not getting the goal line work. Latavius Murray is going nowhere. There's an uh, article that came out today which talked about it. Dalvin Cook was interviewed, and he even kind of mentioned like a one-two punch with Latavius Murray. I don't want a top 10 running back early second round pick to be a one-two punch. It's not my thing. <laughs> I'm looking for you to punch one, two, and three. <laughs> so I like Dalvin Cook. He catches a lot of passes. He's tremendous. He's fantastic. They don't need to use Latavius Murray. But do I think they're going to use him? Yes, I do, which is going to hurt Cook's value because still, you win fancy football with touchdowns, right? Right. Now, we talked about some people coming back. Who are your just flat-out busts? Now, this not just uh, let's just go wide receiver. We talked a little bit about running backs. Those kind of like the people we talked about is kind of top of the list where everybody's kind of targeting it. But in wide receiver, who is going to be a flat-out bust? All right, so these are guys that I have no percent exposure to. I don't have them in any of the drafts I've done. I've done a million of them. Best ball, we're starting to redraft now. I do not have them in any of my leagues. I have no interest in Mike Evans. Zero. Mike Evans' yards after catch last year was something like 90 total yards. He does not separate. We have Jameis Winston now suspended for the first three games. Uh, they have receivers there that are doing better, that are sort of getting more play. They're moving Deshaun Jackson into the slot. Um, they're talking about Chris Godwin now is popping. I, I just I don't hate players. I hate their ADPs, and I don't want to use a second-round pick on Mike Evans. I think that's way too risky. I don't have an interest there. I'm not a Tyreek Hill guy. Tyreek Hill became one of the first players in the history of the league to score all of his wide receiver touchdowns from 30 yards out or more. He does not get the ball in the red zone. They feed it to Travis Kelsey. They feed it to Kareem Hunt. So he's a feast or famine player, and he was fantastic last year, and he's great going deep. But I don't know if you want to bank on that with a third-round pick. And then if you look at some of the other guys, I'm always going to be skeptical when you're talking about players that are getting older. Jordy Nelson, people are very polarized about out in Oakland. He was Aaron Rodgers' favorite target in Green Bay. He's 33 years old. He's been tremendous for them, and then they let him go. And old receivers switching teams never do well. They don't do well. So he's not drafted very high. He's like wide receiver 37, eighth round. But I'd much rather take a chance on like a Cooper Cup, even a Kelvin Benjamin, Nelson Aguilar, because you don't know if Jeffrey's going to be back. He could be on the, the PUP list for the first six weeks. I like those guys a lot better. Okay. Speaking of people we like better, who are some sleepers? Let's start wire, uh, Let's start uh, running backs. Running backs first. Some running back sleepers, um, especially after the news broke with Rashad Penny. Now Chris Carson's getting some looks. So, who are some sleeper running backs, once again, that can just win your league? Yeah, I can't figure out the situation there in Seattle, so I'm just choosing to avoid it, Sam. I smart. Try, but I'm Very not smart. Sure <laughs> Very so smart. I, I'm not good at that. Uh, I like, mid, these are mid-round running backs, so we're looking at round six, round seven, somewhere in there in case you need one late. I am not afraid of the Patriot running back situation. A lot of people are. But if you pick the right running back, if you pick the LeGarrette Blunt from a few years ago, Stephen Ridley when he had 10 touchdowns, it's a guaranteed RB1 production. So I'm going with Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead was great last year. When he got hurt, Deion Lewis took over. I don't think they're going with Jeremy Hill, and they're certainly not giving it to Sony Michelle, who had fumble prop. 
problems in college. Rex Burkhead, he can get sort of the end of round five, early round six. I think he's very safe. I mean, there's, there's injury risk, but there's injury risk with everybody. And this is my point, Sam. I'm taking him there. If he bonks, it's not as bad as me bonking on a first or second round pick. Okay. So there's a little less risk there. I love, Isaiah I love Isaiah Crow with the Jets. I really? know he got the concussion, but the touchdown. The Jets have to run the ball. Matt Forte was productive when he was healthy last year. Now Elijah McGuire's out. Bilal Powell is not a first and second down guy. So, again, you may not like Isaiah Crowell, but he's the RB35. He's in late round seven. <laughs> so is that a guy who can give you, like, RB1 weeks? Of course you can. And if he doesn't, you didn't spend a lot of draft capital on him. And the last one I'll mention to you is Jamal Williams. I really liked Aaron Jones better in Green Bay. But you know the running backs that are with the big-time quarterbacks like Andrew Luck, like Aaron Rodgers are going to produce. And in round seven, almost round eight for Jamal Williams, if he gets the goal line touches in Green Bay, that's a home run value there. So these are guys that are lower risk but high reward. All right. Well, that Isaiah Crowell thing, he is – I am tired of rolling the dice on Crow. Fair enough. Uh, But I could agree with most of that. But let's go. Let's shift it over to wide receivers. Wide receivers that um, may not be out there like that, but some sleeper uh, wide receivers that you got your on. These are going to be a couple real sort of really, really, really deep sort of crazy predictions here. But I kind of want to go out on the limb. And you know I'm not afraid to do that here. Yeah, I know. I know. I love. I love Anthony Miller in Chicago. He's been flashing the rookie from Memphis in, tra- in training camp. Are we sure that Allen Robinson, who's over two years removed from having a fantastic season and coming off an injury, are we sure he's going to be the number one guy in a in a Matt Nagy short, quick, slant offense that he's bringing over from Kansas City? Anthony Miller is in round 12. He's wide receiver 53, and it absolutely would not shock me to see him be the top wide receiver in Chicago. Same uh, philosophy with Kenny Stills down in Miami. Round 11, wide receiver 51. Devontae Parker, Sam, is in his fourth year. Everyone's waiting for Devontae Parker. Now he's injured. Name the last wide receiver who didn't do anything and really pop in his fourth year. You're not going to find one. Right. So Kenny Stills has been getting better and better. He's got the deep speed. He can do the slant like he did in New Orleans. So, again, you're talking about a round 11 investment for a guy who could, who could be your top wide receiver. And the last one I'll mention I'm a Kenny Galladay guy. I, I think Detroit, Detroit is in the building. 100%. And listen, last year when he was on the field, Marvin Jones averaged five less fantasy points per game. He's a deep threat. He's a red zone threat. We know what Golden Tate is. He's caught 90 balls four years in a row. That's what Golden Tate is. That's what he'll do. But Marvin Jones was great last year, super efficient, something like 61 catches, nine touchdowns. That's a little tough to repeat. I don't know if I want to bank on that. So if you're giving me a choice between taking Marvin Jones, who's going in the mid-round five, or take Kenny Galladay, who's going in round 13, there's no debate because Kenny Galladay could be the top wide receiver. Makes sense. That makes sense. Baby Tron is in the house. And I got to bug you with two more things. I know you're super busy. So uh, one thing I want to ask about, let's just go back to quarterbacks. Uh, We all know the faces. We all know the names. But who are some first-year quarterbacks, or first-year, maybe second-year quarterbacks that you're looking at where they're going to make a difference um, to your fantasy team, maybe in football as a whole? As But first- or second-year quarterbacks that you should take a look at, especially 
um, late round flyers or maybe people playing in two quarterback leagues? Uh, you got to be careful with Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes in Kansas City is one of these darlings that people love. Why? Because Andy Reid does a great job, and they're going to say, well, Alex Smith was great last year, and he's got the number one tight end from last year in Kelsey, the number four running back in Kareem Hunt, and a top ten wide receiver in Tyreek Hill. Oh, by the way, they added Sammy Watkins. Here's my problem. If you look at Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, Peyton Manning, and um, Andrew Luck, their first full year as quarterbacks, they average like 23 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. So I don't see Pat Mahomes coming in and having this sort of 30 touchdown, 10 interception game. I, I, he season rather. I know he threw the ball 80 yards from his knees in his pro day. I get that. But we've seen a lot of great deep throwers. So I don't necessarily think that he's a guy that I have to have. If you're asking me for first round guys who are really getting, um, you know, first chance to start, I love Mitchell Trubisky in Chicago. I think he can be decent, like an Alex Smith, not quite as good. Happens, he's got a new quarterback. He can run a little bit. I think he can be very, very good. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo getting his first shot in San Francisco again. He's with Kyle Shanahan, who's an excellent coach. Marquise Goodwin is a guy who's flashing. Who again, I think is a great sort of late round pick there or a later round pick. So if you look at their first year guys, I like Garoppolo. I'm not big on Donald. And I like, I have to tell you, I, I love I love Terod Taylor. I'm a big Terod Taylor guy. He's helped me win a lot of leagues, dynasty and otherwise. But if Baker Mayfield keeps playing like he did the other night, he's going to play. And that kid's got some talent. So I would look at, at Trubisky and I would look at Baker Mayfield. Those are two guys that I think can make an impact right away. All right. And quite honestly, I agree with most of that. I just, it's Cleveland, man. I don't know what it is about I Cleveland. I just, I I'm very shy to touch anything from Cleveland. Um, all right, well, let's do this. Let's do this. Um, I said I wanted to touch on this. This is probably a quick answer. Any real strategy? I have to ask this question. Is there any real strategy in picking kickers? That's a really good question. I think people dismiss it, and they shouldn't. I like to pick, I will tell you this. I don't think you have to pick a kicker on a high-scoring offense. I've made that mistake in the past. Justin Tucker of Baltimore is as good as they come. And see, I tend to look at guys who are great from 50 yards and beyond. That's honestly my, my big advice. Dan Bailey on the Cowboys was great a couple of years ago. Don't necessarily say, I got to pick the, the kicker on the high-scoring team, like the New Orleans kicker, right? He's not always up there. That, that's not true. Matt Bryan in Atlanta wasn't like one of the top one or two kickers two years ago. So go with a guy with a strong leg who's solid from 50 yards. And let the chips fall where they may. Okay, okay. Well, that was more than I thought I was going to get. Um, <laughs> defense. Now, we all love Jacksonville, Saxton Bill, and all the other hoopla. All right, what's your thoughts on All right, what's your thoughts on Jacksonville defense by itself, along with strategy, picking the defense as a whole? I want guys who are going to create pressure. So I look for defensive coordinators who are going to get after the quarterback. Jacksonville's great, but they're going to go early, and I'm not picking a, a defense early. Minnesota's obviously a tremendous defense. They have a good home field advantage. Philadelphia was good last year. And the Chargers, really good as well, even though they lost the cornerback. He got hurt, and he's, he's out again, so they're down a little bit. But you want de you want uh, defenses that are going to pressure the quarterback with coordinators that are going to attack because you need turnovers, right? Your defense, you need turnovers. So don't necessarily look at the yards given up. Look at those that take the ball away. That would be my advice. Okay. And before I let you go, i got a speed round, three questions. Just... 
speed round, yes or no, pick one, or I take the, um, just one or the other. We're not saying exactly where they are in your draft, but just one or the other. You got me, Mike? Let's do it. All right, speed round. A.J. Green or Mike Evans? A.J. Green. Uh, still with speed round. Mr. Trubisky or Pat Mahomes? Trubisky. Sam Donald or Donald? I um, said that wrong. Sam Donald or AJ McLaren? Oh, mm. uh, I'll take Donald. Okay, okay, I like that. Uh, who's going to be the lead lead guy in Carolina? DJ Shark or D, um? DJ Moore. Or excuse me, DJ Moore or Shark? Sorry, I, I got I got them mixed up. Uh, more. I think more is great. He's better than punches. All right. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, the head scratcher. You may have to call me back on this one. Joe Mixon and all his Joe Mixon this. Or do you give Lamar Miller one more chance? <laughs> that, I've done a lot of these. That's the toughest question. That's what I'm saying. You may have to call me back. Uh. Listen, if Deontay Foreman was healthy right now, the answer's Mixon. I'm going Mixon. Okay. Mixon this. Okay. I'll take Mixon. Yep. And that is as of right now. If your mind changes, yes. please feel free to text, tweet, just because I, I have stayed up all night. I did a few mock drafts. I'm getting ready for my draft in a few days. And quite honestly, that is the head scratcher. That's a tough one. No one out there, Sam, is a Lamar Miller truther. I've never seen anyone who loves Lamar Miller. You take him and then you you exhale. Exactly. Well, look at what Joe Mixon. You, you oh. we we saw what we saw. We bought the hype last year, and here we are. You're losing touches to Geo. Not yeah, to mention, you know not to a, mention injuries. I'm a sucker, though, man. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm a sucker. I saw that spin move in week one, and I'm back in again. This has been movie after the touchdown. I'm back in. All right. All right. Well, Mike, you know we're going to keep in touch with you as the season goes on. I know this is your busy season, but I want all of my listeners to keep in touch where they, where they find you and like his stuff. Like his stuff on social media. But one more time, where can you be found? All, all Mike Randall, everything. Please go ahead. Check me out on RotoViz doing team preview series, and I'll, I'll be hosting my own show in September. And then uh, Fantasy Football, Fantasy Trade Calculator, Dynasty Trade Calculator, Last Word on Sports. And please hit me up, send me a message, follow me on Twitter at Randall Rand. Mike, like I said, it's a joy to have you. I can't wait. The season's finna kick off. And, sir, thanks for coming back, being our official, unofficial, but still official senior, where with pride, senior fantasy football correspondent. You're the man, Sam. Thanks so much. Anytime. Oh, uh, thanks, Mike. We'll talk to you later. Later. All right, that was my man, Mike Randall, man. Mike Randall, Randall Rat, and all the other social media platforms he on. He's gonna man. He could be the defining line in saving, if not winning, your fantasy season. He's gonna be jump. He's gonna be jumping into this podcast. Um, throughout the season, but however, I'll need you to catch him on all of his formats where he could be found. Check out his videos, check out all the things that we just listed right there because that's my man. It's a lot of wisdom. He dropped gems on his podcast and he opened my mind to some stuff. 
And hopefully, he can have me repeat as a fantasy football champion. His guidance has, has been proven to be immeasurable. His guidance is great in the world of fantasy. But, we'll see. But we're getting around that time of the podcast. You know, the time that we all know, we all care about. This week's Sit Your Ass Down. Sit your ass down and sit your ass down. Sit your five dollar ass down before I make ten. Sit your ass down. Yes! This week, sit your ass down. This is let me let me break down to the new listeners. Sit your ass down is not a time we create, we 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 belittle, I should say. We we create an unsafe space. This is some people who had a hiccup, a gaff, got lost in their own sauce this week, and we just tap them on the shoulder the best way we know how. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, sir. I think you need to sit your ass down. Now, there was a few this week, but one thing I got to do is there's only one being given. Normally, we do two or three, but we only give them one this week because this was an egregious error. This was something that should have been looked over. Uh, here we go. This week, sit your ass down. Go to the people at Fox News. Yes, we all know. I said it earlier in the podcast. We lost a legend. We lost the queen of soul. We lost somebody who um, just exudes what it is to be a woman. A natural woman at that. Someone who says sisters are doing it for themselves. And we all listen. But this is what Fox News did. In the tribute to Aretha. Where they all put it together. All the graphics. All the CGI. All the clips from the past and current day. And they closing clip. The one that's supposed to sell the whole point. They had a picture of Patti LaBelle. Patty dog, look, it's bad enough that the people at Fox News, you've been called a lot of things. You've been called lazy. You've been called a chain of fools. But let me, let me, let me break this down. We all don't look alike. We all, all black people don't look alike. And then the woman going on about her contribution to the community, which is true, and talk about her pies. Look. I'm pretty sure that Aretha made some deep pies. I'm pretty sure she did it. She tried a little tenderness. And the people got ready. Lying around the block for her pies. But out of the two of them, the person who made pies and did all the stuff is, well, Patty. But y'all can't tell the difference. So, out of y'all whole team, y'all couldn't figure that out, man? This is woman's closing, you know, she's at the sunset of her life. She got, she got, like, not even be represented because y'all couldn't check. Look, if y'all need help next time, call me. I mean, maybe you didn't do it. Maybe you had to jump to it. Maybe, um, but Fox News, man, y'all been doing this for a while. Really, Fox, who's zooming who? How, how are we confusing the two people? Now, I'm not, this is no shade towards Patti LaBelle. She has her own accolades, but she is still among the living. 
what we need at Fox News is a do-right man or a do-right woman who can um, really set the stage right so we never have to, because they did this before, where they do the video tribute and then they put somebody else. Um, they don't know that, man, they don't, they need to think, really think about what they need to do, what they trying to do to her. They really need to think, man. And hopefully, if we do that, we could reach the head executives at Fox News, give them something he could feel. Maybe put him on the freeway of love. Maybe we could reverse all of this stuff. But for right now, man, y'all need to sit y'all ass down because would y'all fail to realize that this woman who Aretha is a legend. Aretha is someone who will be heralded for years. Um, is never going to be another like her. The song said the best. Rose is still a rose, man. And all the way back in 76. Or excuse me, 67. Sorry, that, that's a gaffe on mine. 67. This woman asks one question. It's just, can you give her a little respect? And y'all didn't do it. So Fox News, sit y'all ass down. So that's pretty much what I got for this podcast right now. It's a good one. I want to thank my man, a hundred grand, Mr. Mike Randall, calling in, giving some fantasy football advice, helping people win their leagues, possibly myself. I want to thank everyone else. Uh, our draft, like I said, while I was talking to Mike, our draft is in a few days. Um, I guess Tasha's getting ready for that, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to have draft results. We're going to do all of that probably next time you hear my voice. Until then, uh, the Just Talk With Sam podcast, all things related to Just Talk With Sam podcast can be found at our home at samshownation.com. Yes, samshownation.com, your home for everything related to the Just Talk With Sam podcast. Also, Just Talk With Sam on YouTube. We didn't push to YouTube for a while, so just talk with Sam on YouTube, just talk with Sam on Facebook, just talk with Sam on Instagram. Also, um, speaking of just talking with Sam, you can always talk to Sam personally on Twitter at SamShow11. And if you want to email the show, questions, comments, concerns, whatever, you can always go to JustTalkWithSam at gmail.com. I want to thank Mike Randall one more time. Check out his stuff. Win your leagues. We will see you guys next week. Peace out.